I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched the 1991 Christmas special uh, from Flammarion Ferreria called The Christmas Tree. So this is one that I actually saw a decent amount as a child. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think I bought it like in the store, like in a pack or walmart or wherever it was yeah um it was christmas it was um directed by flammarion like i said and co-produced through his animated studio with renato all renato almeida and was released directly to video in september of 91 Mm. uh and then it also aired in a one-time broadcast on usa network in december of that same year oh my god the plot synopsis is that there's an orphanage um, with these cute little kids and the orphanage owner, Ms. Malvita, is mean and then greedy. and greedy. And then she did she hire? Was it her idea the to mayor. hire? No, the, the mayor, mayor uh, was like, hey, you should have an assistant or something. And so he, he hired Judy and uh, she started working there and her kids stayed there while her husband did some other job in his business suit. And so then they're there. Oh, and also the kids formed a, a weird attachment to a tree uh, because they're abused and sad. Uh, and so Judy's there. So don't you know, you know, that's that's what kids usually do. Right? Yeah, usually. Just there tree. is also a dog, uh, but the dog's not supposed to be there. Malvita's mad every time it's there, um, but it keeps being there anyways. Uh, but Judy's really nice to them and they all grow really attached. Um, but then Malvita is like, annoyed with her and tries to frame her and then the kids aren't able to tell her in time and some of them and her her children specifically with the dog go out to try to go to the north pole to talk to santa uh and encounter a bear and have to run away from a bear and and multiple people fall off a cliff and then back at (laughs) the main place Malvita also hates the tree, and so she's intent on chopping it down. Judy tried to go to the place where she was going to be set up, which she didn't know, obviously, uh, but was turned around because there was, like, a crash, and so the cops, like, you can't go this way. You gotta turn around. So she went back home, and then the kids told her everything, and then they all, like, form a ring around the tree so that the guy that Malvita had bring his chainsaw can't cut down the tree, uh, and then the mayor shows up. Conveniently, the mayor. And and her husband shows up. And the her son with the dog shows back up. But the he doesn't know where the the um, little sister. sister went. And then also, like, half the town is there for some reason. And then Malvita gets the chainsaw and tries to, tries to chop the tree down. But divine intervention stops that. And then Santa comes and he has the the young, the, the little girl, and he also gives all the kids new clothes and then and then leaves. And decorates the tree. And decorates the tree. Um, and everyone, and then Judy gets to be in charge of the place and Malvita's good now. And that's the end. Oh, is she and Judy and her husband? Is it Mavil- it's, Mavil- it's Mavilda. I'm. I think I'm saying Malvita. That's close to Alvita from One Piece. Sorry about mm. that. Uh, this is Mavilda. Is her name? 
And Judy and her husband adopt all of the orphan Yes. Kids. Yes. So. <laughs> Do we recommend it? I wouldn't recommend. Let me, I'll put it this way. I think that on a technical level, this is objectively the worst thing we've ever watched for this podcast. Pro- yeah. I think it is just the least put together piece of media I personally have consumed. Now, is it the worst thing I've ever seen? I'm not sure I'll need to talk about it because other things can be really bad for for other reasons. But just on a technical level, I think this is the worst thing I've ever seen. You know, we I think there was some fun in making fun of it. Certainly. Yes. Uh, So it wasn't I wasn't falling asleep or anything. No, no. But not just animation, how it's put together. It is a broken, atrocious mess yeah. from, a, from a filmmaking perspective on, on pretty much every level. I wouldn't, the, the script, the animation, the sound, the voice acting, all of it. I wouldn't want a kid in my life to watch this because I know how bad it is. And then I, I it'd have to be on while I'm around it. And I'm like, this isn't good. Yeah. Um, but it's a little weird, but not like. But it is kind of fun to watch once and make fun of it, it and is just kind be of baffled hilarious. by it. Yeah. I think just once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, I would not recommend it. Other than with you and your adult friends, it is one of those that is like, hey, have you ever seen this? And again, like you said, once, and and it would, it's it's kind of funny to watch. <laughs> Let's get specific. So, um, and I don't think she owned the orphanage. She was just like the care, you know, whatever the lady in charge. Did it say that she owned it? Mavilda? Yeah. I, I might have said that. Yeah. Oh, um, but that's great. Yeah. Um, the opening narration went on way too long. So long. It was like five full minutes of this guy explaining the world and characters to us. And like, to clarify, this isn't like a really complicated, difficult to understand setup, but he sure told us about it for a long time. Yeah, like, there was quite a few places of them being aware, being aware of their, the the meta questions of it. Uh, so, like, in the intro, he's like, "We here we go, far north, to this town in the far north. So then when it's like, oh, they need to go to the North Pole, like, maybe it seems feasible. Like, it's like, oh, we're near there. Yes. Wherever yeah. it is we are. Right, like, them intentionally placing things so you're not asking like why would these kids try to go to the north pole it's like oh don't worry movie i'm asking a lot of other questions (laughs) oh oh yeah i mean this is closer to the end but yeah like one of the kids asks like uh he's like why do i have to go and they're like no time for questions they're like don't worry about it they push him out the window yes (laughs) it's like like, you just don't have to ask the question if you're not going to have an answer right (laughs) I like the kid that was like, adults are always the same, always ruining everything. And I was like, yeah, man, you're so right. (laughs) Adults really are ruining everything. Yeah, get manipulated by these kids because you don't want to look cool. (laughs) You don't want to look uncool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, "Uh, we can't have this dog. You're all adults suck. (laughs) No, I don't. Uh, yeah, you can have the dog. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) There are so many things in this that irritate me about, about movies. Like, as a, not only as a mother, and a nana, and a responsible adult, (laughs) um, and, and a T, and an educator, I, I detest it when plots have characters that there's no way in the world that you would like 
not question something or get away with it. So first of all, this mayor just giving the, these these bags of money to this woman and having no other follow-up other than to stand in the lobby and see two kids, two kids out of the orphanage in nice clothes and think, oh, everything's hunky-dory and never talk to these kids or never, you know, check up on other than when you hand this lady bags of money. Also, sure, can I right. say that if, like... The thing that the kids would want for Christmas isn't nice clothes. No child has ever wanted more nice clothes because those tend to not be the ones yeah. that are comfortable. Yeah. Just warm clothes I can see. New shoes, you know, shoes. And and then, yeah, if you are, are a mistreated child, you know, abused child, you're just going to absolutely form an attachment to a tree. I, and give it a what's and the give name? it a name, Miss Hopewell. Miss Hopewell, and and, and that's such the thing a that random you, name. Yeah, to and that's the tree. thing that you just have all your hopes and and dreams in is this tree. Even when you have this dog that you are attached to, but no, the tree is really what you are just in love with, and it's just and the reason basically to seems to be that it's a nice hangout spot. We're really not given much other reason. Well, by the movie, no the the lady tries to explain it. What does she say? Oh, uh, just that she's like they were so neglected that they, but but they like, la- but that they latched onto the tree rather than like having a big att- they had a big attachment to the dog but like for what reason do they love the tree? It because it's a nice place to hang out. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's a clearly just a plot thing. Yeah. So the. The kids care about the tree, so that the audience is supposed to yeah, care about well, the tree. And before we even see, um, a, what is the the woman that comes to be the assistant um, and her children? Judy. Judy. Before Judy comes, you don't even see the kids outside with the tree. Like you don't see them running around the tree. You don't see them climbing up in the tree. You don't see them this big attachment until Judy comes. When Judy's there, then she builds like a slide and a swing, and then and then they read stories around the tree yeah, and they I lean think, against the tree. Before I think that. if you really wanted to go for the like trying to build an attachment around the tree, you've got to have like oh. Whenever great things happen to them, they're they're near the tree, or it's like, oh, I I want uh, they the other kids have a stick to sword fight with, and I don't have anything, and then a stick drops from the tree. Like you've got to have like these things to try to build some sort of connection to a tree, and they just don't. They're just like, yeah, they just like the tree. Honestly, they I'm- were sad, and so they attached themselves to the tree. Okay. What? I wasn't too worried about it until she was trying to explain to the townspeople <laughs> why. Like, I'm like, okay, they like a tree, whatever. <laughs> but when she was like, because they're so neglected, it's like, well, when you put it into words, it seems really weird. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a really thinly, <laughs> thin, thin plot point here. Like, you didn't have much meat on them bones. The other things that really stood out and bothered me a lot is that when she comes to work for, um, when Judy works for Mavilda, and she immediately says, yes, ma'am, I'll do anything you say, right, you're going to do that. And then, and then Mavilda is like beyond unreasonable about, your kids are not going to get any special treatment, and they're not going to stay here with you, and you get 30 minutes a day after all your chores are done to, to to be with them. 
I'm this, so glad that is... you brought your Mavilda voice out. <laughs> but yeah, you're going to be like, sure, ma'am, of course, of course, you know, and then you're not going to question anything with this lady. You're not going to kind of notice and, and you're forming this attachment with this, the kids and they're not going to mention that half the time they don't get to eat. Here's, and here's my big thing. Um, as not a mother, but just kind of like a normal human being, uh, that woman not should... Not to say that mothers aren't normal human beings. No, but listen, uh, that woman should have been more upset about her children being oh, gone. Yeah. I was about to say, when she finds out her children are missing, I would There's have like lost no it. reaction. I would be like, yeah. She's basically like, wow, that kind of, that's, that's I sad. Know. I it's hope like, they come back. And it's like, um... Exactly. Immediately, why wouldn't you be like, run out, like, call the police, call everyone, be like, you start a, a search party. I would have been hysterical. I would have been freaking out. And then on top of that, when then the son shows up and then like, I think he even says there's a bear or, you know, she went over the cliff. I couldn't get her. I would be just, I would have lost it. I would be inconsolable. I yeah, mean, and especially when the child comes back without the other child. It's I'm like, saying. I don't know what happened. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I was just saying. I would be, at I, that I think point, even I before be he's describing the bear, it's just like well, him yeah. appearing and being yes. like, I don't know where she and is. Yes. It's just immediate. Exactly. If you, I mean, but also she should have just been freaking out the whole time. But also, I don't know how that would have been conveyed since the emotions that are conveyed with this animation is so minimal. But we'll get there. I know. Oh, you just, and and two, not only that, but I just mean it's so unrealistic on so many levels. But they're in thin clothes. It's snow everywhere on the ground. I mean, I would be hysterical that my child was dead yeah. within 30 minutes or an hour out in the elements. Um, much less, you know, much less. Oh, my gosh. It you just... know, we've skipped over. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're Lots of stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. But I, I, you know, so, yeah, you heard that they get money. But the kids don't get see any of that. Why don't they see any of that? Well, because oh, yeah. Mavelda gambles it away with her four friends and drinks, and they in in the orphanage. She gambles with her four friends, only one of whom seems to ever be the one going away with the money fully. And then, like Judy's in there too. She's not in there with them gambling, but I guess she doesn't see or realize that that's the money that funds this. That's silly. She's with her kid, the kids, but still. Assumedly. Again, no one, no one checks up on this. No one sees this. No neighbor. We, oh, and that made me think of while we were talking. Why isn't anybody adopting these kids? Why aren't there more eyes on this? It's like, hey, there are orphans. Maybe we should see if anybody wants to adopt them. That only actually comes up at the end when the husband's like, who shows up in the first few minutes and the last few minutes. He's like, we have nine kids now. Um, I made this decision without you, darling. (laughs) I don't know the whole story, but this tree is magically lit up. This lady got hit by lightning. Like, we better take (laughs) the kids. I do need to mention, yeah, Miss Mavilda McFreakin lost it and just, like, got that uh, chainsaw and was going to cut down the tree. But as soon as the chainsaw touched the tree, just divine strike of God of lightning hitting the tree and electrocuting her. It was hilarious. And and we actually thought, because you didn't really know otherwise, that just her burnt corpse is lightning by the tree around these kids, around the town. But no, she's fine she's hiding around the corner 
of the house. Yeah, she's fine. And Judy goes over to her and is basically like, let's all have like a nice Christmas. And she kind of puts her hand under her chin. And I'm like, um, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of energy there. So interesting movement choice. Um, and, and then as the narration leaves, it's like, and what happened to Miss Mavilda? <laughs> well, don't worry about Miss Mavilda. She's good now. We learned, she learned that you always win when you are good. <laughs> What? I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, again, another what it seems like. They're oh. just explaining things because they're like, this doesn't make sense. We'll just give them a reason and move on. Yeah. Well, and, and, oh, and well, yeah, because then the husband and even though they adopted all the kids, then the husband and Judy are now running this orphanage and and Mavilda is their assistant. Yes. So, yeah, and they all lived happily ever after. Yeah, it's Because, fine. you know, yeah. She's, she's just good gonna, now. She's going to turn from her drinking and gambling ways and, Hey, <laughs> you kids, I'm going to cut down your tree. Sorry, I have fun doing her You know, you got to take your fun where you can find it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do, oh. do we want to talk some about the voice acting? Yes. Oh, and the animation. Oh, here's the well, voice, voice acting first. first. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, I think Mavilda is like kind of the only one really putting any effort in here, and yes. she's still not great. Um, I think my Mavilda is better overall I mean, than hers. No, <laughs> Ray, Ray, uh, the dad's voice acting is so atrocious. He sounds like a robot, yeah. not a person. He and looks the, like an alien. And the mayor sounds like he's reading off of a teleprompter. Uh, and it is notable that they are voiced by the same person. <laughs> and it also, he, he to me, the mayor was like a bad Jimmy Stewart impression. Paul White, I'm so sorry. I just, I don't think voice acting's your profession. I think maybe try some other things. Your mayor voice is a little better than your normal guy dad voice. But like, I just, I'm not sure it's for you. <laughs> I think maybe leave this one to some others. I think, <laughs> don't don't lose your J. I'm sure. I'm sure job. you don't have quit. other strengths. Yeah. You know, just, this just isn't it. They might have just got him from the office. Maybe don't quit your day job. Again, it did sound like he was reading off a teleprompter when he was talking as the mayor, especially that like where he's talking for like a full minute, like straight with no interruption. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. To be fair, from Avelda. They did have her say some ridiculous things. They did have her say some ridiculous she's, things. She's having to explain like. Do you have that chainsaw? And it's like, I have a job for you. Helen Quirk, you were the best one in here. And then she's like (laughs) detailing her plan, but like just us learning stuff through exposition of like, I'll get rid of her. Like I I got rid of the other one by like pretending or by saying that she stole stuff, but a little bit different because we don't want it to be the same. Like she's literally saying like a little bit different. It's like. Okay. Yeah, a, a lot more uh, saying re- or telling rather than showing. Yes, yes. Uh, because they're not great at showing because their budget's clearly not high. Yeah. And, and you know, you just have to assume that these, the friends, or especially the male friends, reminded me of characters from uh, 101 Dalmatians. You know, the, the, the people that... Um, Cruella DeVille had nabbed them. So sure, you're going to have someone who's supposedly, I don't know, some lady that looked like she was, I don't know, (laughs) scarf, whatever. She looked very wholesome anyway, but you're just going to absolutely convict someone of just being accused of stealing something. When you have these other characters that are, would be accusing, look a little bit suspicious 
Uh, but yeah, you just are you assume... saying that we need to consider crimes based on the vibes of the person, Mom? <laughs> no, Come I on. just mean that Come everyone on. should be innocent until proven guilty. And it's just as if we're going to accuse and whatever this other poor girl that works. Well, look, for she her. didn't even get to go to the scene. I of the know. Crime. This is true. This like, is that true. That plot point didn't even get to. go I know anywhere. exactly, but it was kind of like, oh, I'm just going to automatically get rid of him. She was, she's going to be accused, and, and everyone's going to believe it. It's it like, was okay, yeah, I it's... think a, a different setup for getting her out of the house of like she wanted to go shopping she needed to get presents for her her kids with her money or she wanted to try to get something small for everybody with her money she's working there is she not getting paid or is it just a room and board situation i don't know i i, I would buy that though of she's like oh, here's your paycheck and give me you know 60 percent for your rent and then the other 40 percent for feeding your kids yeah 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 i could i could see that anyway do you guys want to talk some about the animation? Sure. So, first of all, just the editing in general. Really choppy. Some, st- some stupid transitions. Like a, like a circle wipe that was used like five times in the same scene. The first the first few minutes. Just, the just whole like setup. chopped. Like, here, 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 here. It was... the, the narration was too much. But then with the stuff behind it. Um, yeah. Not even a good montage, just like scenes kind of either inferred or just explicitly what mm-hmm. was being said. Uh, she They showed her taking the, like, so there's only one good outfit or two good outfits for the kids. And they like showed her taking the outfits off the kids to hang it up. I don't think they needed that. No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll just have like long... Uh, long held still images where yes. like they're like the one in particular that was like them with the mayor and Mavilda and the two kids and it's just like stuck on a still image for like 15 seconds yeah i think that that was part of it because it wasn't animated it was choppy still images maybe they're blinking or something yeah um the way most of the characters are animated in this movie feels more like puppets being poorly moved around that it does like regular traditional animation and you had a, a good analogy too yeah to me it feels like when you're like playing uh an rpg or something where the people are talking and they shift to their um neutral uh, emotion from like a really big one and it just feels jerky and even with the the voice acting and the the actual mouth movements aren't quite aligned like It feels similar, like very uncanny, very fake. Yeah. And then most most of the time, the characters have really kind of dead eyes, blank expressions. But then there was two moments in particular that had like hyper detailed faces. (laughs) Uh, One was highly detailed Santa at the end. But Mm. the other was when Mavilda is like, I'm cutting her down for fire and wood. And her face was like just this like enraged, like with all these wrinkles, like hyper moving it was so weird like thick eyebrow it was so weird yeah um also that time that that kid was just standing in the window <laughs> and talking and his lip flapped like twice and then stopped See? and he kept blinking so i was like the it the 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 video didn't like have an error because he kept blinking but his mouth just stayed open as he talked i don't even know if it was him talking i feel like it was the blonde boy talking was it i think that voice was similar. Regardless, his was- lips flapped a little bit and then they stopped and his mouth just stayed open 
for, like, so long. Yeah. Let's talk about, like, the character designs. They're inconsistent. The um, Judy and the dad feel, like, totally different from the rest of the film. Yeah. Mavelda also feels different. The kids all look pretty similar. At some point at the end, you see some other townspeople. They just look fully of a different style. So, um, some of Mavilda's friends, too, look yes. more like they're from a Disney movie or something. Oh, yeah, almost like, to me, 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, really, the the parents, the their eyes just being so big was so weird. And yeah. the dad, his color looked... It was almost inhuman. gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looked like an alien to me. He, yeah, he looked like he had a skin condition. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, interestingly, oh, well, sorry, to me, or it, I feel like the actual... Uh, design choices with, with some of them, again, like how the kids looked overall, the tree, uh, the buildings, things like that. The animation looked okay, but it was just so poorly done. So often when a character was there, like Judy or whoever talking, it would almost kind of like yeah, vibrate, flicker, and, and, vibrate and flicker and, and shift. It was, yeah. oh my God. And then the transitions between scenes or even from person talking to the other person, it was... So jumpy was almost oh. yeah, like the mayor's hat, the band on top would like move up and down. Malvita's in a doorway at one point, and like her, the, her oh, arm yes. that's supposed to be behind the door would like kind of flicker and partially be in front of it or not. It's just it's bad. Yeah, she was a mm. uh, uh, just a skirt at some point. Yes, yes, yes when she first she came just into briefly the disappeared completely and just the skirt. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, the uh, kids' designs. Their designs, I think, are the most okay. Yes, mm-hmm. but but in action, when the kids, there's a couple of scenes where the kids are talking to each other, and they're they're just like pasted in front of whatever background it is. Yeah, they never. It's like they're in a room. Okay, now they're in the snow. Uh, here's the same kind of pose that you've seen, and then the mouth and is moving, and the eyes are blinking, and she's like holding a book, maybe for no reason. That oh oh and there was the time this isn't the kids but you pointed out where uh, the frame had like moved down too far it was a fo- it was focused on Judy but at the top there was like a white bar that I think was just like not even the background it was the what's behind the background yeah uh, and the dog design was okay but again it looked kind of like from a different movie it really looked like something. it was like copied from Disney style dogs I'm also like 99% sure that a bunch of the bear stuff is traced or at least heavily based on the fox and the hound and mm-hmm. maybe some jungle book but like oh yeah did you know that there was a bear in this film yeah there's a bear the two oh, kids yeah. leave to go to the North Pole. To go to Santa. They do see a pole that's with an arrow that points towards the North Pole at one point. So, like, I think they're on to something here. Uh, and, and so, yeah, Danica was like, I don't even remember that they left the house significantly. Yep, but they do, and they get chased by a bear. And one, the one girl a big just fight. dies. She just falls off a cliff. Well, she's fine. Santa brings her back later. Oh, oh, sorry. That bear died, though. That bear fell off a cliff, and it's dead. Because he tripped over the dog. Yep. Yep. And yep. I feel like the dog should have been way more hurt. Like, it got hit by the bear, flung a couple times, and then a bear tripped over him. That's not gonna be, like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, 
to be fair, also, it just, that scene got intense super fast. It's like this bear just came, and unless it was a rabid bear, it just went vicious and just after to murder these kids. I mean, just... Um, and I mean, like even snapping jaws. What it was? It was like okay, again. I think whoa. that it was based on Fox and the Hound stuff. And do you remember the bear in Fox and the Hound? It's terrifying. Mm, okay. I don't think this should be live action, or if it is, it's going to be completely different because they're going to have to rework it to have actual humans. Yeah. Instead of robots delivering lines. I know. Like, <sighs> yeah. Even if it were live action, and you don't see. Like bad animation, its its story is at weird. best. You can get a half hour out of this. It was it was too long. It didn't need to be forty five minutes. No. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to sound design. I thought the music level was too loud, and also the music itself was really dinky. That's, That's all fair. I have to say about that. Yeah, I was. I'm just trying to remember out. when the music played throughout the movie. Yeah. Mm. It was fine. It wasn't like every time it's uh, Melvilda, it's like. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. it what they weren't songs. Okay. Got it. Just no, no. Got just it, the background it, music. Yeah, yeah. Like every there was lots of other bad things to focus on. It was it was the music I would call like aggressively mediocre and sounds cheap, uh, but it's competent, uh, more competent than most of the rest of it. Yeah. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up badly? <laughs> you mean it wasn't your cherished childhood film? No. What I did know. You even like I'm about just it as so sorry. I don't, I don't know. And you watched it a lot? A decent amount. But you probably had other Christmas stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like the one that we'll watch next time. So why this one? I don't know. Maybe you like trees. I don't remember. I don't know. Probably just because it was available, frankly. Yeah. I'm um, so sorry, gee. Yeah, there's not much uh, to critique here in terms of anything else. It just doesn't hold up because it's garbage. Yeah. Well, and to me, it doesn't hold up because it's... They have her be so over the top, like, with, with gambling and drinking and mistreating the children. And no no one checking up on anything. Shame on all of them. I mean, I it's just like, okay, really? To me, that... The the choices to, sh- to show her, like, greed and evil through that gambling and drinking just felt, I don't know, out of line with the rest of the film. Or, like, she wakes up and she's like, oh, hangover. And I'm like, this feels, like, so out of place. I don't, I guess it felt like it was trying to be a more childlike film that wouldn't have that, wouldn't directly state that sort of thing. It was it was weird, like, and it didn't really show her drinking either. I mean, she had well, one of the I don't recall animation of her drinking though. She had like a cup. There was like a wine cup or something. And did it go to her mouth? I don't remember. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is I don't recall on, actually yeah. seeing her drink. Yeah, she said on the phone or something about bring the wine. I know, champagne. I know. Yeah, yeah. Or they share. Yeah, yeah. Like being yeah. so explicit about some of this stuff. It, that's what I'm vocally, saying. Vocally, sorry. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and uh, sorry, and I feel like this was just borrowed straight from Annie. And Annie isn't there. The the you know yeah. Carol Burnett plays the um, orphan you know um, woman that they drink and they you know whatever and and uh, maybe gamble or whatever. So I yeah maybe they just borrowed that straight from that. And yeah, I mean it's a thoroughly it unoriginal this. movie in every way. Yeah, I yeah. can believe that. 
we don't have spoilers to discuss. This movie wasn't worth that. Uh, so favorites. Uh, what was your least oh favorite goodness. scene in the movie? Oh my goodness. What was your least favorite scene? The, I mean, there's a lot to choose from, but the intro was really baffling with how it was cut. Yeah. It's, and just that so narrator much kept going so long. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess it, it was cheaper to do that, but it was whatever. Yeah. I'll say that too. Sure. Yeah, I'll jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Oh my gosh, my favorite. Uh, oh, sorry. It's actually really easy. It's when uh, uh, Mavilda took a chainsaw to the tree and they yeah. got electrocuted. <laughs> oh, I know, I was going to say Yeah, that, that was it. Here's what I was going to say is it's not only that, but afterwards when we're just imagining that she's this burnt corpse and no, and no one's even addressing it. And these poor kids who've already been traumatized through all of this stuff, you know, everyone just around this tree and ignoring the dead corpse on the ground. And then we find out, oh, okay, she's not dead. But yeah, it's <laughs> just, oh she my. She like walks so over the, the side of the house. Yeah. So she like, say she, she like, like fell to the ground. And, exactly. She crawled over there. <laughs> Uh, was, was like that, disappearing everywhere. Were you guys agreeing? Uh, yeah. No, oh, well, Mom I was. Am. I am. I, okay, actually, it's pretty similar. Uh, it's related because m- mine is the, like, and Mavilda, it's fine. She's good now. <laughs> <laughs> you like the narration at the end because it was so baffling. Yes. <laughs> Who was your least favorite character? I'm going to say the dad because I'm not convinced he's not actually an alien <laughs> to take everyone's skin. He's he's like, yeah, we're adopting these kids so I can eat them because I'm an alien. I am a human man. <laughs> yes. Bob human man. <laughs> Bob human man. <laughs> I'm going to agree. I'm going to go with the dad. Because his voice was not good either. Exactly. Well, he wasn't there that long. But every time he was, I was like, please leave. You make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Truly. His design. With your, with your, yeah, with your um, zombie skin. Yeah, all of it. I'll agree. Who's your favorite character? I think it's got to be Mavilda. Uh, she's the only voice actor that feels like she's even half decent. Um, and she gets electrocuted while wielding a chainsaw, which is pretty metal. And at the end, she apparently just learns the power of goodness. Yes. And it's, it's funny because it feels like it's framed in such a way that she learned that she gets what she wants through goodness rather than she learned that it's like, uh, and, and that it's like good. It's just, you know, what? When, when you're good, you always win. So she's like, oh, great. So, yeah. So let me gamble with my friends. still. I know but I'm, I'm good every other time. So this is really paying off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm going to win. This is how she beats Helen. I know, yes. Yeah, I'm going to win because I'm good. Exactly. Um. <laughs> yes, I agree. I think I'm going to go with her, too, because she, she, she's the most fun voice to do, too. <laughs> uh, please don't ever make Tim Curry be in something this bad. Oh, I know. I know. There's no good role for him. Please be the narrator. Please don't put him in this. He doesn't deserve that sort of no, torture. No, he's too Let's go talented. on to our overall consensus <laughs> and what we would rate it. It's bad. It's, it's real bad. It's real bad. Again, on a technical level, I think the worst thing that I've had... Because, like, Katie and the Caterpillar Kids was obviously not a great movie. But, like, it's so much more competent than this on every level. It did go. Yeah. Yeah. Here's going to be my dilemma, though. Because 
our first Christmas. And by the way, happy Holiganza, everyone. We forgot to say that at the beginning, but happy, happy Holiganza. So my dilemma is going to be, along that note, is the first movie we saw for our Holiganza was just gross and crude and poorly written. So in that sense, that was so objectionable to me. At least this one, I laughed and there was a lot to make fun of. Yeah. And I had a good time. I get so, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah so I, I'm going to rate it higher. Now, but how much higher? I'm not sure. For a laugh for someone who hasn't watched it before, but, but I don't want to watch it with my grandson because I don't want him to like want it to see it again or think it's good or something and be like, no, Parker, this is So what's she going to give it? I'll, I'll still just give it a 0.25 just because it like technically it was bad. Like the character designs were weird. The way that it flickered and stuff, like it, it was off-putting in that way too. Uh, the voices were baffling. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody should watch it. <laughs> I don't normally go off of my like 0.25s and 0.5. I'm going to give this a 0.35, which is 20 points, I think, higher than the than the atrocity that it's we watched before. It's not quite how points work, but sure. I know. <laughs> but I'm going to say 0.35, and I wouldn't recommend this, except maybe I, I might get my other daughter for laughs and giggles sometime <laughs> to watch it with me. Uh, I'm going to say 0.25. It's garbage. Like, it's just absolute, it's absolute garbage. Eight Crazy Nights is bad, but like the animation is nice and fluid and competently done, as is the voice acting, even if I'm constantly not agreeing with the choices that they make. <laughs> like, uh, there's there's some music, like especially the Bum Bitty one, that I'm like, I could see myself listening to that again. There's aspects of it that are like, at all decent and this is just this is just slapped together refuse i don't know how to <laughs> i don't know how to put that better it's just barely cobbled together one thank goodness they didn't have singing here oh goodness oh i know and two i think our podcast just isn't really equipped to gauge bad stuff yeah. Like, we need a different scale or different this is yeah. true. categorization. This is true. Yeah, but we're not going to make it because, God, I don't want to watch stuff oh, like that. Oh, I know. I, you know, all power to Saber Spark for putting up with this kind of nonsense on the regular. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Well, and I, I completely agree with what you're talking about with animation. And the animation on the other was beautiful compared to this. But to me, it was so offensive that I, I didn't have any enjoyment of it. And I just literally was just, uh, and I was, it was almost just such a negative feeling and an uncomfortable feeling the whole time through. Whereas this one, it was so badly done, but that it was hilarious, you know? So, so in that sense, yeah, I, I rate it higher. I guess in, in a sense, like, uh, Eight Crazy Nights was cynical in one way of like how people are. Yeah. But this feels cynical in another way in mm -hmm. terms of slapping together something for Christmas. Uh, they, uh, trees, Christmas tree. Uh, okay, orphans. Um, uh, evil lady. Let's do a drinking orphan person. I, th I think you're, I think you're right. I think it's just that mom is more offended by like the content 
and I'm more offended by the production. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just which thing we weigh a little more than the other. And mm-hmm. I would rather watch something competently done but put to gross ends than like something that's just Slap complete it out there. complete hacks who like can't who just shouldn't be even trying to make this garbage. It just offends me on a level. I think it's because it's offensive to animation as a product that I hold a lot of value for animation. Yeah. Just like put it in the store Christmas, they'll buy it. Yeah. Which is, you know, there's so many of those sorts of movies and we just generally don't watch them. But this one I had a childhood connection to. So, well, thank you all very much for listening. Thank, thank you, you all so much for listening and, and joining us on our holiganza. Um, I would love you also to join me any Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Twitch with Nana Critter, N-A-N-A-C-R-I-T-T-E-R. And I am playing Final Fantasy IX. And it's you all. It's such a cute game. I'm doing, it's my first playthrough. I'm doing voices. So <laughs> that's that's why you hear me doing everyone's small voices here. I enjoy, enjoy doing that. And then these two wonderful ladies are in my chat. We're super friendly. So come and stop by anytime and join us again, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. We're mean. <laughs> no. <laughs> and next time, we will have the final episode of our Holiganza, um, which is a, another Christmas special that I saw as a child. But this one, I have a lot more faith in being good. And the main thing about it is that it's uh, cl- in claymation. Woo-hoo. And it does have a lot of songs. So looking forward to that. All right. Join us then. Bye. 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 Love y'all. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. Let's test it. Oh my god. Scary. Testing. Oh, hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, those kids are not going to get their tree.